This is Tush. And I welcome you to Tushalicious Talk, an Oklahoma City podcast for titillating women, tantalizing conversation. And I thank you in advance for allowing me to be your one-stop shop advocacy connection. We're good to go. Hey, 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 this is Jackie. My nickname is Tush. I am the co-president for the Oklahoma County League of Women Voters. This is Toya. She owns a business. Tell me what the name of it is. Joe May Custom Creations. Joe May Custom Creations. This is Stephanie Henson. She is a very good friend. Well, I think of you guys, I think like that one song, you know, make new friends, keep the old one. This is okay. <laughs> so um, Stephanie is the vice president of the State League of uh, League of Women Voters in Oklahoma. And um, so first I'm going to do a slight introduction. Today we're just going to kind of chill, talk about um, upcoming events, the parade, Rosa Parks. Um, Birthday is February the 4th. We are not going to talk about the bus. We are going to talk about how she was into civil rights and she was um, a advocate, a longtime advocate for voting rights. And she even had to pay to vote at one point um, back when they had that uh, was it tax or something like that? Yeah, for blacks basically to vote. Um, but I'm going to let. Uh, do you want to go first? Or do you want Stephanie to go first? Um, Stephanie can go first. Stephanie. Go for it, Stephanie. Just to introduce, introduce myself. yourself. Yes. Well, gee was I maybe by way of introduction, um, maybe to share how you and I even met, Jackie, uh, because we met, and I'm so appreciative for possibilities. This is we're here today in possibilities podcasting room and which was not here when we first met we met pre-pandemic and I think this was maybe after the pandemic that po- that possibilities really got into um you know podcasting and reaching people in a way that you know we back when we were social distancing I think they that was maybe you know they began zooming and but possibilities um we both came there because we were interested in making a difference in our communities. And so we joined the Possibilities Innovation Program, which was a year-long plus program. It was a year of getting to know other PIPPers, possibility innovators, who wanted to make a difference in community. And we just kind of all came with very different uh things, you know, uh, we we looked around our communities and we said, gosh, what could be made better? That's really the purpose of Possibilities Innovation Program. Where do we see areas of our communities that we'd like to make better? And I always compare it to my Girl Scouting, my years when I was a Girl Scout leader, because in the Girl Scouts, you do discover, connect, take action. And we teach girl leaders to discover something um, you know, that you can make better in your community and then to connect with like-minded individuals Mm -hmm. and then you take action together. And so that is a natural progression to what we have done with possibilities. Jackie and I worked together with an all-star program. It was really Jackie's brainchild and vision. Uh, You recognize that, and we were targeting, uh, you know, students sixth grade through 12th grade and the idea that uh, a Saturday program that the, we could uh, take interested students who wanted to learn to cook. They were interested in reading or gardening. Those were kinds of the things. So it was a, a bit of a mentor program. And Jackie's idea was, you know, 
what is it, what does it take to be successful? You know, like with these kiddos, what, um, what are some all-star attributes? So not only would these students get engaged in a really cool hobby, but Jackie every month too would bring uh, members of our community who are leaders who have these all-star attitudes that have gotten to where they are, including people like James Cooper, who's going to be on our ballot come up and coming. So it's, it's so amazing to me. And you know how interrelated all the things that you and I have done together. It's always, 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 Jackie, our friendship has really been born out of love for our community and wanting to make our community better. And we just are stronger together. That's right. We are earth signs. Like she's the yin and I'm the yang. Yes. And we just kind of rock with it. It works somehow. <laughs> yes. So part um, of that idea was just, you know, I've been through a lot, you know, in just my personal life. So trying to think of how to connect community together and not feeling that you are a part of the community in Oklahoma. Um, and then when it comes to, we have so many horrible statistics in Oklahoma, um, how to better yourself. And then a lot of times I remember reaching out to people and you basically get no help. So it's like, okay, where is the path between help and no help? Because there's definitely a bar, a, a bar in there that is absolutely not established. So that was kind of the idea in establishing the program. And that is um, why I have invited Toya here um, just to have, uh, she's starting a business and um, ha business economy is community. Mm -hmm. So I want to help her as much as possible to be successful in her business. And uh, if you will tell us gratitude, what your business gratitude, is. Um, my name is Latoya. I run a business called Joe May Custom Creations. And I create everything from the smallest lighters all the way up to weddings plus decor and everything in between, including dominoes, um, t-shirts and tumblers. Cool beans. Yes, so yes, yes. Stephanie is going to be a ongoing, be, these ladies are both going to be ongoing um, guests. <laughs> I think Stephanie's going to be on the first Thursday of every month and Toya's going to be like on the third. Don't quote me on that. I don't, I'm not looking at my schedule. But um, for right now, what we have um, coming up is the parade on Monday. And also like being a black woman and being a voter, um, I really was not engaged in voting or engaged in politics until I really started working for the League of Women Voters. I voted a couple of times before that, but a lot of times I feel like after I did vote, I it was like I felt like I voted for what I didn't want to vote for because the questions are kind of confusing. Mm -hmm. And um, we had a thing at El Monte Library this morning and one of the ladies there, she said she hasn't voted since the 80s. Just she's just kind of given up on it. And um, I was telling her, you know, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I feel I said I remember we had that one meeting um, with uh, Senator Langford's assistant. And I remember saying in that meeting, um, it feels like you have to have a political science degree to pay attention to politics and to pay attention to what's on the ballot. And it really should not be this difficult. So I'm hoping that this podcast will help people to pay attention um, easier. Will it make it easier to figure out what's going on on the ballot, what's going on in the community, who you actually want to vote for, how to figure out 
who believes in what and who your best um, candidate is to vote for. And um, I'm not trying to put Toya on the spot, but I'm sure um, it's kind of maybe been the same way for you if you'll talk about kind of your voting experience. It's totally been the same for me. I was going to agree with you on that. Um, I have hardly voted because when I go in, I'm so confused on the questions. I'm confused on who I'm voting for half the time. Um, I'm just confused all over. So um, it's it's very slim for me to go and actually vote. Um, not only that, um, I, I enjoy the fact that you are doing this because I feel like I'm going to learn a lot. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And um, that's what I'm here for. And I want to be that. I mean, I'm, try, I'm trying to help grow the community as well. Um, I, I host pop-ups and things like that for, um, for um, the melanated community to host their businesses and things like that to help us grow. Mm -hmm. And I think that this incorporated will help me grow, help us grow tremendously with that. Um, help us assist other people and it'll help me be knowledgeable on everything that I need to be knowledgeable on as far as my voting as well. Cool. Most important. Yeah. So. When I uh, met Toya, I was telling, I was saying, and I used a big word here. I said, I feel like as a part of adulting, we have a fiduciary responsibility to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's what I was thinking too, because, so you're a fairly new small business owner, right? Is yes. how, how long have you been? I've been open for uh, two years. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking for sure. It seems like Business owners have yeah. a, yeah, yeah, it's, that's really, really important. Yeah, to so yeah, know, it's, yeah. it, it's kind of important to know who you're voting for and why you're voting for them and if it's going to harm your business or if it's going to help your business or, you know, so I, I want to. I want to be able to know what's those going things. on at the city council <laughs> meetings. Right. You know, uh, there's so much that right. goes on and even what the city council responsibilities are, you know, and then relating that to the parade on Monday. You know, Martin Luther King, he had this dream that we would all come together. But as a black woman and also as a voter, sometimes I feel like those are two totally different things. Yeah. And it's like as a black woman, you're surviving in two totally different worlds. Yeah. You know, you've got one group of people who can afford to pay attention. And then you've got other people like I don't knock people who don't vote because I know how hard it is. You're just trying to survive on a day to day basis. You're trying to get the kids in school. You're trying to go to work. You're trying to make sure that the bills are paid. You're trying to make sure that your rent is paid. You're trying to make sure that the kids eat. You're trying to make sure that yourself eats like there's just so many day to day responsibilities. And, you know, on an economic level, um, unfortunately, in the black community, we fall on the bottom end of the totem pole there. So we're just struggling and trying to keep up every single day. Whereas people who have their finances in order, they don't have the same struggles. It's kind of like, what is that pyramid? What's that guy Maslow's hierarchy of needs? You know, we're 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 struggling on there. And um, but people who do, you know, they're at the top and they can focus on self-actualization. Politics is a part of that self-realization um, and self-actualization. And you can actually pay attention. And, and I even feel like um, I felt like at one point, I feel like for black people, it's a little bit harder to even realize that people at the Capitol, your legislators or city council members, your judges, so forth and so on. They're literally you you have access to them. Like in the black community, I feel like before I started working at the league, I didn't realize that you actually have access to those people. Like you can go 
to the uh, Capitol building and you can talk to if they're in their office. But even if they're not in their office, they have little cards up there. Even if you can't make it up there, you can send them an email. You can call their um person, what is their office administrator, whatever, they're going to answer the phone. You say, hey, you know, my name is so-and-so. I live in so-and-so neighborhood. And these are the issues that I feel like exist in this community that need to be addressed. That's all I need to say right now. Have a good day. Goodbye. You know, we don't even realize that we can do those things. So um, anyways, with the parade coming up, um, I just feel like things have come so far, but they still have so much further to go. So um, I would like to know what your opinion on Martin Luther King is and voting rights and even the Rosa Parks thing. Again, her birthday is February 4th. Happy birthday to her. Um, If you guys don't know, I know I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but she um, don't quote me on the years here, but I want to say she first tried to vote in like 1945. 43 43 for Mm -hmm. two years because I read the article that you sent about Rosa Parks, the Time Magazine article, Mm -hmm. and it sounded like in 1943, she first tried to register to vote. She wasn't successful. She Mm -hmm. had two unsuccessful attempts, and it wasn't until 1945 that she was able to. And like you said, it was with a poll tax. And they were saying that the equivalent today would have been over $200 a year just for her to have that right to vote. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was the Alabama law. It was like maybe $18 or $19 a year. Yeah, $1.50. And then I'm even thinking like in today's world, would you pay a dollar fifty to vote? Because I'm not sure that I would. I it was a dollar so. fifty back then, but uh, <laughs> voting is supposed to be free. Yeah, right. We've even talked about things like the postage stamps. If you're wanting to mail it in absentee, there are states and places in which postage is paid for. You know that that's um, not expected to be on the voter. That that uh, that cost that cost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what, do you have any other... Uh, oh, about Martin Luther King? Yeah, just Martin Luther King I've always thought, and uh, okay, so let me say this too. Last year was the first year. This will be our second annual since uh, Jackie's been at the helm and hel- and she said, and it was last year that we went out. This was just my, my favorite thing because I was thinking when you said, can we get a float together for the Martin Luther King parade? And I was thinking, a float? <laughs> <laughs> and because when did we have two weeks? We were under two weeks from yeah. away from Martin Luther King Day last year. That was in 2022, one of my favorite days of the entire year. Of course, the weather was just amazing. The the leading up to it, we we had, and by the way, League of Women Voters, the folks who came out for the float building, this is I just love, love, love all the different skills and the gifts that people bring. We had Rebecca Bell came in with her to power tools, you know, and we were, because we're sitting here with chicken wire. Our friend Liz Isaac was tearing up her hands yes, on the no chicken, chicken wire. This year. No, we're not doing chicken wire. At all. But we came up with the coolest float last year, and it said vote. And it was powerful in these beautiful, I mean, Kelly McGrath, a shout out to our wonderful friend Kelly, who mm-hmm. she had the skills and the gifts and knew how to make those uh, tissue paper flowers that were just uh, in in purple and in gold, our League of Women Voters colors. And it was just so much fun with all the kids. Jackie, you have such a skill and such a gift too for bringing together people of all ages. And it was so much fun sitting there with Kelly and her sweet little kiddos, all of the sweet kiddos, you know, that uh, you brought grandkids and kiddos that, and, uh, and, and putting those tissue paper flowers on V-O-T-E. It was so empowering. You know, and that is one of the words that the v, the league always 
emphasizes empowerment, empowerment, empowerment. We empower voters uh, for all of those things that you guys are talking about, the things that make you not feel comfortable going to the polls. We want to empower you with the knowledge, the information, the education, the know-how, the confidence, the power to get to the polls and to make a difference in your community so that we can thrive in our small businesses and we can thrive in our families and our kiddos can thrive in schools and we can make cool floats. (laughs) It was just a great day. And we had last year, we had materials uh, that we were passing out because at that time they were still looking at the Freedom to Vote Act that we, the league, had really hoped was going Mm -hmm. to pass. It Mm -hmm. didn't uh, get passed. This year, on the other hand, we will have materials. Look for us out there on Monday with materials. Did you want to tell them about that, Jackie? Because you've really coordinated this beautiful effort to make sure, again, to empower Oklahoma City voters uh, when they get to the polls. Were you on it? Yes, so we did. um, If everybody doesn't know, we have a Valentine's Day election coming up on February the 14th, and it will be for um, city clerk and for a city council in Oklahoma County. Um, I want to say Edmund might be voting for mayor and maybe one council seat. Um, And there's some other things on that ballot as well. You can uh, Google Oklahoma voter portal and type in your first and last name and your date of birth if you are a registered voter and it will give you a sample ballot so you can see what you're going to vote for before you actually show up at the poll. But anyway, so yes, I made this cool um, voter guide. Um, Nabila Rada, I hope I'm saying that right, Nabila. Um, She is a student at OSU OKC. And she is also um, a volunteer at Oklahoma Progress now. This was her idea. And um, we started putting it together like the second week of December. So we're definitely both going crazy right now. I'm sure she's going more crazy than I am. But um, the voter guide, it's a mini voter guide. It's on our website, which is lwvokc.org. You might have to type www.lwvokc.org. Um, Click on voting and then it'll say um, February voting guide or something to that extent. But it has the city clerk, um, Republican and Democratic um, candidates on there. And then it has all of the uh, city council um, candidates on there. I want to say there's four different wards on there. And then I also put in there just like um, a little synopsis of what the city clerk responsibilities are and what the city council responsibilities are on the city council page. There is a link that actually says like city council priorities. Click on that. And that is where you will see um, exactly what the city council is supposed to be doing for you. You know, they're supposed to make sure that we have good streets. They're supposed to make sure that we have a robust economy. Like they really do have actual responsibilities that they're supposed to address. Um, And so again, as part of our adulting um, fiduciary responsibility, we need to know that that's what they're supposed to be doing so that we can hold them accountable. Um, But Black Voters Matter, um, Nabila had uh, gotten with Black Voters Matter Um, The League of Women Voters of the United States is a national partner of the national Black Voters Matter. And so I was able to find her a contact there. And we don't have one in Oklahoma, but there's one in Texas. So they are going to print a little booklet out of this voter guide and they're going to have some T-shirts and some other swag. And um, they actually have um, created a little text code. If you text um, the word Oklahoma to um, 25255, I believe that's what it is, Um, you will get election updates uh, or election reminders that, you know, this election is coming up, this election is coming up, so forth and so on. Um, 
But yeah, Black Voters Matter is going to print that out for us and we will have our float and then we will have people on the side of our float passing out our candy and things. And then we will actually have hopefully eight to 10 tables throughout the parade route um, where there will be voter registration um, paper signups and then also more of these voter guides. Um, and then there will be people actually walking around in the crowd um, trying to see if anybody wants to get registered to vote and passing these things out in case you can't get to the table. So we're very excited about that. Hopefully we'll be putting a city council meet and greet together. That's not um, 100% set in stone just yet, but if we do it, um, we're shooting for February the 10th at OSU OKC and Jimmy Lawson will be our moderator <laughs> if we can make it happen. As far as the library goes at El Monte, we'll be doing a community um, community coffee once a month out there um, and hopefully be trying to get um, more of the South Side residents involved in voting as well. Um, just not, and I, I want to make sure that I'm saying, yes, voting is very important. Um, but again, if you can't find the time to get to the poll, Figure out how to get registered and get an absentee ballot so you can still vote. And then again, still whatever you're going through, because everyone is supposed to matter. Everybody's voice is supposed to matter. Whatever you're going through on a day to day basis, if it's not just you, it's probably somebody else going through exactly what you're going through. And the legislators need to know these things. They're there to represent you. That's exactly what their job is. You know, they're there to hear what you have to say. They're all they're there to do the uh, professional side of things, but they're also there to care about your opinion and make sure that Oklahoma is the best Oklahoma that we can be. So reach out to them, figure out a way to reach out to your city council members, figure out a way to reach out to your legislator, your state legislator, your um, represent your house of representative, just whatever it is, figure out a way to make your voice matter. And one of the ways I'm, I'm even thinking about, because when you do talk about all the additional days, you're always so good to point out here is the early days of voting. And one of the ways that uh, people raising their voices did, in, and they were heard uh, it, at the Capitol, was legislators did pass that extra day of one day extra of early voting recently. So uh, so that's always lovely when, you know, we have good legislation that's passed in which our voices have been heard and they are making it easier to more days in which you can get to the polls are mm -hmm. helpful. Yeah, that'll be Thursday, February the 9th. So the February the 9th and February the 10th, you can show up at the county election board over there off of 48th and Lincoln, and you can go vote there um, between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. And then other than that, the actual voting day is Valentine's Day, February the 14th. So uh, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., um, show up wherever you're supposed to go. And remember that redistricting happened last year. So your voting precinct may have changed. Look it up before you actually show up at the poll to make sure that you're at the correct location. We're so excited for these ongoing conversations. Thank you so much for yeah, for raising well. your voice and lifting your voice and lifting the voice of others, yes, Jackie. Yes, cool, yes. Cool, cool. So uh, how do we want to end this on the official podcast? Oh, we could put our hands in the middle and say, one, two, three, go vote. 
Sounds good to me. (laughs) (laughs) So um, shout out to Possibility. Shout out to Stephanie. Shout out to Legal Woman Voters. Shout out to Toya. Shout out to Joe Nay. Joe May. Joe May. Custom Creations. Custom Creations. (laughs) There we go. And one, two, three. Go Go vote. vote. Tushalicious Talk is part of the Breaking Ice, Building Bridges community podcast platform brought to you by Possibilities, Inc.